Hello, hello, you guys. Welcome to or back to the Smart and Hot podcast. My name is Julia. I'm your host. And if you haven't been here before, I'll give you a little introduction into the Smart and Hot podcast, who I am and what we are all about. The Smart and Hot podcast is a safe space for soulful, real-ass bitches. We explore everything from self-development, spirituality, wellness, healthy routines, and overall just being a smart and hot bitch. To be smart and hot is to live as the most authentic, radiant, confident, most you version of you that exists. That is what it means to be smart and hot. And I am so grateful for you for listening and sharing this space with me. I'm so excited to be recording today's episode. It is currently Sunday, April 2nd. You guys are either going to be hearing this this week or next week, um, just depending on when I decide to post this one. But I am coming to you sitting on my bedroom floor. Um, I have candles burning. I taught a class this morning. I just have been on the go pretty much all weekend. I just cleaned my apartment. I feel like I'm kind of just like getting my shit together. It is Aries season and the spring is pretty much here in New York. It's a little bit cold today, but it was beautiful yesterday. So spring is here and we are in the thick of Aries season. I love Aries season. I talked about this in my last episode, but Aries season is actually the astrological new year. So when the spring begins, that is also when the new year begins in astrology. And it really feels like there is a new cycle starting I have been loving just being able to feel the sun on my face. I feel like I have so much energy and motivation right now. So I am just happily riding the wave. I know that motivation and all of these big bursts of inspiration, they are temporary, but I am happily riding the wave while it is here and also setting some foundations to keep the ball rolling. I feel like that kind of leads into the topic of today's episode perfectly. And today I really want to discuss setting yourself up for success and creating foundations for you to accomplish your goals or to manifest effectively by really making sure to stay grounded, present in your body, and connected to yourself throughout the process. I am not sure if you guys are familiar with the saying, failing to prepare is preparing to fail. I'm not a huge fan of that statement myself just because I feel like it is very black and white and I'm, I don't love things that are so like rigid, but I do think that there is something to be said about staying organized and setting yourself up for success. 
I thought that this would be an amazing topic to explore in tandem with Aries season. You can listen back to this episode anytime, but especially with the energy of Aries season, this is such an amazing time to set goals and also take action. So if we have goals or we have manifestations or anything that we want to create to manifest into our realities we might have more trouble reaching those goals and getting to that manifestation if we don't have a plan in place. When it comes to planning, I try to stay away from anything rigid or trying to control every step of the journey to the destination. I think that when we try to control everything about our journey, it actually takes away some of the enjoyment, the excitement, and the spontaneity of the process. But I do believe in staying organized, having supportive routines, creating ritual, and creating structure to allow us to stay organized and keep us from burning out on the way to reaching our manifestations. Staying organized, having supportive rituals, and keeping somewhat of a structure in our day-to-day routine actually creates more space for intentional rest, creativity, inspiration to come in, and being able to find a sense of flow and focus. So when we have these supportive routines and we have structure, we are setting ourselves up for success by creating a natural rhythm so that our body can stay grounded, our minds can stay grounded, and thus that creates more space for all of the divine inspiration, creativity, and insight to flow through us. So let's talk manifestation on a macro level. Let's talk long-term goals. If you have something you want to do, a project you would like to release, somewhere you would like to travel, a business you would like to launch, if you have specific timing for it or even if you don't, the first step in this is to pull out your planner, pull out your calendar, and simply write it down. I stole this little manifestation hack from Brooke, who has the Good Fucking Energy podcast. I'm obsessed with her. Her Instagram is at Arcanum Life. Um, you guys should definitely check her out. I take a lot of inspiration from her content, and I absolutely love her, but she actually did a podcast episode on planner manifestation and time blocking for productivity, and in that episode, she actually talked about how when she has specific timing or even not specific timing for a goal or for a manifestation to come to fruition, she puts it in her Google Calendar like months in advance. I actually started doing this too when I first listened to that episode. I remember I wrote down when I wanted to launch Smart and Hot, when I wanted to launch the Return Workbook, which is my journal ebook guide that I came out with a couple months ago, which shameless plug, you should definitely check out. But I wrote down when I wanted to launch Smart and Hot. I wrote down when I wanted to release that. I even wrote down that I wanted to go to Coachella this year. I wrote down the weekend and I'm going 
weekend two instead of weekend one, but I wrote that down over a year ago that I wanted to attend Coachella and kind of just wrote it down and forgot about it. And now flash forward a year later, it actually worked. And same thing with launching Smart and Hot and also launching the workbook. When I had originally written that down, I hadn't even put any plan into place yet into how I was going to start the brand or start the podcast or come out with the ebook. I wasn't even finished with the ebook yet, but I wrote it down. And by planting that seed, my subconscious mind immediately went into action and started making that manifestation a reality. So the first step in setting ourselves up for success is to simply write whatever our goal, whatever our manifestation is, write it down. Even better if you put it in your planner, even if you're not exactly sure if you can make it happen within the time frame that you've set, I invite you to write it down and just watch the magic happen. So we write the big goal down. That's on a really macro level, right? Like we have written the manifestation down. We know what it is. But on a micro level, how do we support ourselves in making that goal become reality? This is where routine ritual and structure on a day-to-day basis really come into play. Having supportive routines and structure helps us to stay on track because this type of ritual keeps us grounded. When we are grounded, we are present in our bodies, our minds are calm, our body is not in fight or flight mode, same thing with our mind, and this allows us to more easily tap into a state of flow, which allows for more creativity, more productivity, and overall just enjoying the process of working towards our goals. When we are in flow, when we are creating, when we are calm, when we are grounded, we are also in a high vibration. And if we're talking manifestation here, we want to be keeping our vibration high because a high vibration is a magnet for your manifestations and for blessings from the universe, right? I talked a lot about this and went into depth on episode eight of the podcast. And I talked a lot about how our energy is our responsibility. So we have to take accountability for how we feel. If we want to be in a high vibration, it is up to us to create that energy for ourselves. Every single week, I plan out my week, I plan out my days, and I have the same system that I use to make sure that I am checking off all the boxes on all of my routines, as well as getting my shit done. This only takes 20 minutes. At the end of every week before the next week or at the very beginning of your week, maybe on the weekend, maybe on a Sunday, I love to use a Sunday to plan out my following week. But I go day by day and I write down my self-care to-do list, which I do the same five self-care things every single day. If you guys want to hear what those five things are, I go into more depth on episode eight. I would strongly suggest you guys go listen to that episode because I feel like you're going to find so much value in it. But I write down my self-care to-do list, which is the 
five things that I do every single day to make sure that I am staying on top of my energy and making sure that I am feeling good. That is how I fill my cup. So I write those five things down first. I also have a section in my planner that I write down for every single day. So it's there right when I look in my planner in the morning, I will have it prepared for me. I write down, I am grateful for blank and then how my body feels blank. And then sometimes at the very bottom of my planner, if there's like a goal that I really want to stay top of mind, I will just write down a little reminder of it. But I write down my self-care to-do list. I write down, I am grateful for blank and my body feels blank. And I fill that out first thing every morning when I wake up in the morning, I will just check in with myself, check in with what I'm grateful for, and just check in with how my body is feeling that day. I also write down what classes I am teaching in the mornings. And I will also write down whatever meetings are already on my calendar, just so I am already prepared for the day and can add things in as they pop up. Before the week begins, I also will take time to write down what I'm going to do after my nine to five each day. So usually I will have some smart and hot stuff to do. I will need to make new playlists for my classes. If I have anything that I know I want to get done after I work my job, I also put that in my planner too. And I also will write down if I want to take a dance class. If there's a specific night that I want to do something, I schedule all of it in. I literally write all of it down. Even taking those 20 minutes to just simply plan out my week, writing down a to-do list for even how I'm going to take care of myself, when I know what to expect, I'm setting myself up for success because this is going to keep me from getting overwhelmed. I already know what I got to get done. Once it's all written down and it's organized and it's in front of me, the next step is to simply get that shit done, right? But I'm going to be fucking real for a second. I tend to procrastinate and I tend to lose focus very quickly and it is easy for me to kind of lose motivation and it is harder to remain disciplined when it feels like the inspiration, the creativity, and all of the energy isn't necessarily there. But in order to build self-trust, to build the consistency that gets us on track and leads us towards our goals, we have to follow through and do what the fuck we say we're going to do. This is why I believe in writing down your to-do list for your self-care because you can prove to yourself that you are showing up for yourself every single day. Start with showing up for yourself. Start by taking accountability for your energy, and then you start to build this foundation of self-trust. Having a foundation of self-trust sets ourselves up for success in achieving our goals because we trust ourselves to pull ourselves back on track if there is any time that we fall off the path, which we're going to be fucking real about for another second. You're going to do. We are humans. It is only natural for us to make mistakes, for us to fall off our journey, for us to get distracted on the way to achieving our goals. 
that is normal and that is part of the human experience and making those mistakes and falling off track actually makes us stronger and more resilient. But speaking from experience, if I fall out of my routine, even if I'm traveling or even if I'm going to a festival or even if I just have a really fun weekend going out with my friends, that can throw me off because if I'm thrown out of my routine or my body isn't feeling the best if I've been partying or God knows what, there is a little bit of anxiety and almost guilt that I've experienced when I'm trying to get back into my routine. And this is something that I have been working through and unlearning over the past couple of years, but I have found that In the past, if I fall off track, it's actually a lot harder for me to get back on track because there is this resistance that comes up. So sometimes if we haven't been taking the best care of ourselves, if we've been a little bit lazy or a little bit unmotivated or even just taking a break when we're trying to get back on track, there is a little bit of resistance that comes up or maybe your ego pops up, your inner mean girl, and it's telling you like, oh, you should just give up or oh, it's too late now. Even if it hasn't been that long, that voice in our head always comes up and it likes to be comfortable. It likes to be lazy. It likes to move slowly. It likes to live life on autopilot. It likes to sleep in. It likes to go on your phone first thing in the morning, right? That's what our ego enjoys doing. But as we build this self-trust, we start to allow ourselves to have a little bit more fun, to take breaks when we need it because we trust ourselves to get back on track when we're ready to. I remember I used to have a fun weekend with my friends and then honestly it would throw me off for like a couple weeks to even like a month at a time because I would feel so much guilt and be so hard on myself for drinking or for sleeping in or for not meditating first thing in the morning or not doing my morning routine. If I didn't do those things in the past. I used to be very rigid and restrictive with my routines. So it honestly served me worse to be that strict with myself because I would experience so much guilt when I would fall off track for a little bit that it would be so much harder for me to get myself back on it. If this resonates with you at all, this is your invitation to start planning to allow yourself to have fun too. When you set yourself up for success, when you plan out your days and your weeks and you know what you're going to do for yourself every single day, that creates more room for play, more room for rest, more room for fun, more room for whatever the fuck you want because you know what to expect and you know how to create the space to have the energy for whatever it is that you want to do. As you start to follow through and do what you say you want to do, whether it's showing up for yourself or taking baby steps towards a goal that you're working towards every single day, as you start to build that foundation of self-trust, you will start to see progress. And that progress leads to wanting to celebrate and you deserve to do that. When we have self-trust and we have this strong foundation underneath us, this is creating more space for celebration, for having fun, for letting go, for letting loose, because 
we are able to get back on track, to get right back into our routine once we've given ourselves sufficient rest. And this ultimately keeps the ball rolling and the needle moving. So if you are experiencing these feelings of anxiety and resistance that eventually lead us to self-sabotage, I invite you to kind of just sit with those feelings and acknowledge that they're there and then simply follow through with what you are resisting anyway. So for example, maybe you have been on vacation or you've been traveling and you've been kind of out of your routine and then you want to get back and you want to sleep in. No, wake up, do your morning routine. Get back into your flow state. If you haven't sat down to meditate in a while, simply sit down. Sit down, allow the experience to be what it is, and then you will come out of it and you did the thing. You're back to center. It's only natural to make mistakes, to fall off the path, and even self-sabotage sometimes. The more that we can acknowledge those feelings without judgment and without attaching to them and also taking the aligned action to move forward through that resistance and to do the things that we plan on doing anyway, the more we realize that it isn't that hard. It's okay to feel overwhelmed by your goals and your manifestations. I think it's only natural, especially if you have big dreams and big goals, Yeah, of course it's overwhelming to think about all the little micro things you're going to need to do to get to that place. But when we get stuck in the planning stage or we don't make a plan at all, we can burn ourselves out very easily. Or again, we get stuck in that planning phase where, yeah, we have this idea, but we're not actually taking any aligned action. When we set ourselves up for success, We are taking time to write our goals down, to write down how we are going to take care of ourselves on our way to making our manifestations a reality. And we are also getting micro about the consistent baby steps that we are going to take every single day to move the needle towards what we want to accomplish. So take some time to get clear on your goals, write them down, put them in your planner and start setting yourself up for success. Start planning out your weeks in advance, your days in advance, start writing things down and start to create that structure and that space for you to know what to expect every single day. When you have a plan as to how you're going to feel good, what you're going to do, and the time in which you are going to do it, that allows you to have a sense of groundedness and safety that allows you to find that flow state that we're looking for. Harness the energy of Aries season. This is the perfect time to be setting goals and also taking action. Let's all get the fuck to work. I know we are about to have the most amazing spring and summer. 
the most smart and hot girl summer ever. So this is the time to make sure our energy is in check and make sure that we are moving the needle. It's our responsibility to make our goals come to life. You can have an idea of what you want to manifest, but ultimately we have to take aligned action towards creating our dream reality. So now is the time to get clear. Now is the time to make sure our vibration is high so we can enjoy the process on the way to manifesting all that it is that we want. So yeah, that is it for today's episode. If you listen to this episode all the way through without listening to episode eight, I would strongly suggest going and listening to that episode if you haven't already or even re-listening to it to remind yourself that episode is so juicy. I share my five item self-care to-do list that I do every single day that makes sure that my vibration is high and that I am feeling good and taking care of myself. I really love that episode. I am so proud of it. And I would just love for you to listen to it. If you made it this far, I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening as always and sharing this space with me. If you want to hang out, you can find me on Instagram at I am smart and hot. That's I am smart and hot. You can use that as an affirmation. I have a bunch of really fun things going on on Instagram and a bunch more really fun things coming soon. I won't share them with you yet, but I am so, so, so excited for everything that is going to be coming with Smart and Hot. I really feel like I've also been taking the energy of airy season and using it to my advantage to get a bunch of shit done for you guys. So I'm really excited about the direction that this brand is going. So that's it from me. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, week, month, year, life, whenever you are listening to this episode. Thank you so much. I love you so much. I'm sending you so much love and light and smart and hotness. Can't wait to talk to you guys soon. Love you so much. Bye.